0: Welcome to the Green Zone podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green, from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best-kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show.
1: You are in the Green Zone with Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group. Welcome back. I'm Patrice Sakura. It may be hard to believe, but the year 2020 is nearly over. While many of you may be very happy to see this year done and gone, there is still planning to do before any New Year's celebration, specifically for your IRAs and opportunities to take advantage of some tax strategies. Lauren, why don't you kick it off? Why is 2020 unique when it comes to retirement accounts?
2: Well, if this year wasn't already awkward enough with COVID and everything that's going on, one of the big changes that is happening this year with retirement accounts is the elimination of the required minimum distribution. And that happened as a result of the CARES Act. And we've mentioned required minimum distributions before, but let me briefly just go over what that is. So once you reach a certain age, it was actually changed from 70 and a half to 72. Once you reach 72-
3: January 1, correct? of this year?
2: Yes, but depends on when your birthday was. So if you were 70 and a half by December 31st of last year of 19, then you're still in the 70 and a half. But moving forward, it's 72. So once you reach the age of 72, all of your retirement accounts They look at the value on December 31st of the previous year plus your life expectancy and come up with a number that you're required to take out every year. And, you know, when that becomes an issue is let's say you need $50,000 a year to live on, but based on the size of your IRA, your uh, life expectancy, let's say you're supposed to take out, due to these RMDs, $100,000. So Mm. now you're taking out $50,000 extra of money that's then taxed. So, you know, it can be a little bit of an issue for some people, but due to the CARES Act and coronavirus and everything that's going on this year, RMDs for the year have been eliminated. So this number that everybody always stresses about that they have to get out of their IRA by December 31st for this year, that is gone.
3: But what- you can still take distributions if you need them, of course, but it's not government mandated this year. Right.
1: And what if you automatically took your RMD? Can, well, you get, can you get it back?
2: The deadline to roll the RMD back in under this CARES Act, no RMD for 2020 was August 31st. So that deadline has passed, but there's still a couple of different ways that you can put the money back if you don't need it. Mm, okay. Once a year, you get a 60-day rollover from an IRA to an IRA. So that's once in a 12-month period, sorry, not once a year. So if you've taken out your RMD in the last 60 days, there's still potentially an opportunity to put it back. If you've already used that one time, you could also possibly qualify for a coronavirus-related distribution, and that could give you an additional two years to put the money, for three years of total, to put the money back in.
1: Now, what would qualify as a as this coronavirus-related distribution?
2: Well, a qualified individual would have to themselves or their spouse have been diagnosed by co- with COVID-19 by a CDC-approved test or have experienced some adverse financial consequence this year. And there's a list of qualifying events that would have to happen for this to actually be qualified as a coronavirus-related distribution. But if that's the case, you can take up to $100,000 a person out of an IRA pay it back over three years or split the tax consequence over three years.
3: Yeah, I want to throw in here because the compliance cops are listening and the these care the CARES Act, the RMDs, the distributions, whether or not something is coronavirus related, it gets a little complicated. So I want to make sure that if you're out there listening to this podcast and you're hearing some information here, don't just go do these acts. Please consult with your CPA, your tax advisor, your financial advisor to make sure that what you're doing qualifies as whatever it is you're trying to get to qualify under the CARES Act.
1: Okay. I've, I've also heard a lot about these Roth conversions. Tell me about that.
3: Well, we love Roth conversions. This is something that we, sh- we stress with our clients. A lot of our clients have retired from big oil and gas companies, and they have large qualified roller. They have, they've rolled over their 401ks, mm-hmm. or they rolled over their pension plans, and they end up with a lot of money in tax-deferred accounts, IRAs, and what we call traditional IRAs. And so one of the things that we stress and harp on with our clients, and Lauren does all the planning on this and she's phenomenal at it. We we look at converting at least a portion of your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. If it pertains to you, if you qualify and if it makes sense for you, and then that's part of the evaluation that we do. But let's say it does make sense for you. So what it does for you is, it allows you to convert a portion of your traditional IRA that the that you're going to have to disperse over a period of time anyway, either you or your heirs, and convert that to a Roth IRA, which we can now grow tax-deferred, and after a five-year period, we can then take take income out of that or take distributions out of that Roth IRA that are, if we qualify, Tax free, but now so when it you, allows us to have a great big tax savings over life over a lifetime, than it would otherwise. But now and when if you, you make
2: remember that- back to my example um, a few minutes ago, with RMDs only needing to take out fifty thousand dollars a year to live on, but being forced to take out a hundred thousand because that's what your RMDs are based on the size of your R- IRA. If you do small Roth conversions, let's say starting at 59 and a half until that 72, let's say you convert five, $10,000 a year, that will take that money out of your traditional IRA. So once you hit 72, that value of your IRA is now lower, which would then lower the required amount that you have to take out. So maybe it'll push you closer to that $50,000 you need. Maybe your, IRA, your RMD will now only be 65000 versus $100,000. So, there's little strategies with Roth conversions mm-hmm. that can be done along the way that can be really beneficial. So, it's you know, always wise to sit down and have someone do an in-depth analysis looking at your whole financial picture to determine if that's right for you or not.
1: Now, there seems to be, like I said, a lot of conversation about these Roth IRAs and the conversions. Now, why would all that talk be so popular now? Is it the tax rates
3: yeah, so remember, tax codes are written in pencil, and they're, they'll, they'll, they're ever-changing. By historical standards, tax rates are relatively low at the moment. So it makes sense to convert your traditional IRA while you're in a favorable tax status. How long are we going to be here? Don't know. Uh, we just know that right now, from a, from a tax rate standpoint, if you qualify and, and if it makes sense for you on a Roth conversion, that's a good time to consider it.
2: You know, another thing to look into also is Roth conversions don't have to be done in cash. So let's say, hypothetically, you have an account that's got some stock that through volatility has gone down significantly in value. You can then take that exact amount of shares out of your IRA. So let's say you've got stock that's dropped down to $10,000 when you know three months ago it was worth $30,000. So if you transfer those shares out of an IRA and into a Roth, you're going to pay taxes on the $10,000 that you transfer out. But let's say it bounces back to where it was three months prior. So now you've got $30,000 worth of a Roth IRA that you paid taxes on $10,000.
1: And you won't be hit with taxes again when you take out from that Roth IRA?
2: You won't because it's tax-free out of a Roth IRA.
3: After a certain number of years. Right.
2: Right. Could you use an RMD for your Roth conversion? So this is an interesting one. So you cannot use your RMD as a Roth conversion. So once you hit age 72 and you're forced to take your RMDs, you can only convert above and beyond that amount. So let's say your RMD for the year is 10,000. Any, you have to take out that 10000 to satisfy the RMD. Then you can convert and pay taxes on any amount above that.
3: Yeah. And one of the things we look at are, are the tax rates that our clients are in. So we'll, so when we get towards the end of the year, that's when you start looking closely at, at Roth conversions for our clients. Because let's say they're in the, the 32% bracket and we've taken out all their MDS, they've taken out all of their income that they need for the year, and they've got say, $25,000 room, let's say, to stay within that 32% bracket. Well, it might make sense for them, upon analysis, for them to go up to the limit of that 32% bracket and convert that last $25,000 to a Roth IRA. All
1: right. Now, we're talking again about a deadline here, December 31st to do this. How long does it take to do it? So people better start planning now,
3: yeah, well, we the the sooner the better for us. So, but yeah, but well, I mean, we get a lot of late time distribution. Certainly, you know, we don't like we hate going into it. Can we get it done in a couple of days? Yeah, we've certainly done that before. But we like a, we like a couple of weeks. We like a little room in there.
1: <laughs> All right. We also tell me about this this um, SEP, the substantially equal periodic payment program. So what you're referring to there is also at times called
2: the 72 t. So what that is is it's a way to take money out of an IRA before the age of 59 and a half. So prior to 59 and a half, any money you take out of your IRA is subject to taxes in addition to a 10% penalty. So a SEPP or 72 t. IRS
3: rule 72 t.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Is a way to take money out and divide. Over the course of five years or until you reach 59 and a half, whichever's greater.
3: Right. So it's just a way for people to pull money out prior to age 59 and a half. You only have so many years where you control your IRA. Used to be between the ages of 59 and a half and 70 and a half. Now it's between 59 and a half and 72. That's the only time you really control what you, you do or do not take out of your IRA. Other than that, it's the penalties and, and RMDs are controlled by the IRS. And, and we have cases often when people retire prior to the age of 59 and a half and need income. So sometimes it makes sense for them to invoke a 72T and, to, and you gotta be careful there. There's a lot, of, a lot mm-hmm. of different things going on there and I'd highly, highly recommend, again, you speak with a, a tax advisor and your financial advisor before you go do this. But it can, it can certainly help bridge a gap between pre-59.5 and, and and post-59.5. And All
1: right, and here we're talking 2020. The RMDs go back into effect in 2021, unless, of course, there are some changes, but right now they're scheduled to go back into effect? Yes, That's as correct. As far as we know. <laughs> as, far as, you know, as far as anybody knows, right? <laughs> yeah. right. Everything's a little wonky uh, let's, right uh, now. Yeah, so. Let's hope uh, let's
3: 2021 is <laughs> a little bit more of a normal year.
1: Okay. And if it is a normal year, tell me again, what people have to look forward to and remember for their RMDs.
3: Well, again, that's something that your financial advisor should be talking to you about on on an annual basis because that calculation is a little bit different every year. It's based on the value of your IRA, your life expectancies, and that amount changes. Your financial advisor should be in touch with you, letting you know what your RMD is. Come 2021, I would expect that RMDs would be back in force.
1: Tell me about some qualified charitable distributions. Are they involved here? So
2: qualified charitable distributions from your IRA are still available in 2020, even though RMDs are not. So what a qualified charitable distribution is, is that it's something that allows an IRA owner who is 70 and a half or older to directly transfer up to $100,000 annually from your IRA directly to the charity of your choice tax-free. And if you're married, this number actually bumps up to $200,000. So, you know, keep in mind one key component of this is the money has to go directly from the IRA to the charity. You can't take it as a distribution to yourself and then start writing checks and it has to be a very direct smooth transfer. It's a good benefit of taking money out if you have an IRA that I mean an RMD, I'm sorry, that's $100,000 and you don't need it, why don't you send it to the charity? It gets it out of your IRA you feel good because you've gotten to support your charity of your choice and the money comes out tax free.
3: No taxable consequences. So, we have a lot of clients that do this. They send money to their churches, favorite charitable organizations, nonprofits mm-hmm. of their choice. It really, it, it, it I, I think it serves a very good purpose along the way.
1: Jeff, Lauren, if people want to get in touch with you because they do have questions about this and time is running out, how can they reach you?
3: Right, we got a phone number, 713-244-3030. That's 713-244-3030. You can reach us online at greenfinancialgrp.com.
1: Bottom line here, talk to your financial professional. 2021 will be here before you know it, so stay on top of financial issues and subscribe to the Green Zone podcast. Use the subscribe button on this page. You can also share with friends and colleagues using the share button. I'm Patrice Sikora. And let's talk again later.
0: Thank you for listening to the Green Zone podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057 and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.